Welcome to the Quantum Alchemist Podcast. My name is Ashley Eve. I'm a human design expert trained by Ra's personal students for the last two and a half years and counting. I'm also a human design and wealth spiritual business mentor, helping you ignite the codes of your original blueprint for limitless prosperity and expansive success. This is all about embodied leadership and results here, my friends, all by design. I can't wait to go on this journey with you, so without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited and honored to have you here. This episode is really special. It was a pop-up training I did on Instagram that is inspired by my quantum wealth embodiment journey. I was just about to drop in to the quantum wealth embodiment family and deliver a life-changing training on Thursday. But before I did that, I was called to share a snippet of it with my Instagram family. So that is what you are going to hear a replay of today. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at XO the Ashley Eve. All right, without further ado, let's get into the episode. I highly recommend pausing here if you can and grabbing a journal and pen. Enjoy this episode. For the 10 o'clock quantum wealth embodiment call. And I was really called to take a little piece of what we're talking about in the training in half an hour, just take a little snapshot of that and chat with you guys about it here. So this is something we are going really deep into in the call. It's literally half an hour. (laughs) I'm going to be watching the time like a hawk (laughs) to make sure that I don't go over. Oh, good morning. To make sure I don't go over. So we're just going to hit the ground running with this. I'm going to give you some really nice golden nugget tidbits that you can take away with you today and start playing with, start contemplating, seeing where you're falling into these money wounds and where you can shift it. So just to give you a little bit of a background, when I first got into this idea of working around money, working with money manifestation, it was all mindset. I was fixated on mindset. And I am someone, it's coded into my DNA that when I will just, I don't negotiate with my mind. When my body moves, my mind has been trained to follow. As a high level athlete, that's just been a piece of it. (laughs) As an eventer with my horses, that's just a piece of it. No matter how afraid you are at what you are galloping full speed towards, you can't bail out. You you can't on a galloping horse all of a sudden be like, no, I'm too afraid. I don't wanna do this. So it's been as a high level athlete, coded into my DNA that my mind, I don't listen to the fear. I don't negotiate with my mind because especially as an inventor, hello, beautiful. We can talk about this in any sport I've done, even CrossFit. You can't, if you desire to win, <laughs> you can't, when your mind's like, oh, I'm really tired and they might beat us, just opt out. But as an inventor, we have to train our minds and our bodies because you can kill yourself and the horse. If you're galloping at a solid object, adventurous galloping, we're, we're crazy breed. Don't worry, we're getting into the money. <laughs> galloping towards an object full speed and all of a sudden you allow your mind to talk you out of it, you can crash your horse into that solid object and now both you and the horse could end up dead. 
So this is something that has been coded in my DNA. So when I first got into the online space, I was able to kind of fight my way through with just the mindset work. And then it was interesting in my journey because I was starting to not just go further into rewilding myself, but I've had a lot of programs around rewilding where I've moved women and men through that uh, de-rubbling, releasing of the ancestral patterns, energetic frequencies and codes that no longer serve. But then I started to notice and I was starting to put the pieces together on how the rewilding and how it's coded into ourselves and how it relates to wealth as well. So a little snapshot, this is just going to be a really quick snapshot of what we're actually getting into today on the quantum wealth embodiment call. It's going to be like, it's going to blow everyone out of the water. I know it already. I can't wait, but let's just do this little snapshot here. So if you're like me, you might've done all the money mindset courses. You've taken all the courses about how to make $100,000 in 30 days or how to shift your money mindset or your money mentality. I'm not saying those are wrong. I think they're fucking amazing. And there's a lot of good information in there. But the issue is money wounds are deep in ourselves. Money wounds are deep in ourselves. And not only that, but we, not even from our past lives, are we carrying that through? In astrology, I like to describe it as having like a karmic backpack that we come into this life with. <laughs> so we bring this karmic backpack with us from our life, our past lives. But we also, science has proven, carry seven generations of ancestral DNA within ourselves, within our bodies. You're also more like your grandmother than you are your mother because you actually were an egg within your grandmother. So you're carrying all these wounds, you're carrying all these frequencies within your cells. So when we, and mindset is 100% a piece of it, it's what we are working on as well in quantum wealth embodiment. There is that more, although I would never say how I teach or what I teach is traditional, but more of what I would term traditional money work in quantum wealth embodiment. But what ends up happening when you focus on the mind, yes, we have to, rewire neural pathways as a counselor and worked with Canadian Mental Health Association. That was actually the focus of one of the programs I ran and facilitated was rewiring your mind and working on those neural pathways, creating new neural pathways. But what I've realized and what I actually incorporated in that program later on was equine assisted therapy to get the body moving, move things through the body with the horse as the mirror. And now I just use rewilding. Although one day when we have the big farm, that's our big goal, a rescue in an equestrian center. I'll probably start incorporate, incorporating the equine assisted therapy again, but we need to move the energy out of our cells. And it can't just be done with mindset work. You can fight your way through. I think, you know, I do identify even myself as kind of that soldier. I will, I'll do it <laughs> and I'll get the results. But what ended up happening, noticing that of just going for the mindset, just going for the neural pathways, was I noticed something very interesting. I still had wounds. And money was coming in, big money was coming in my business. I made $10,000 in the first 30 days of my business, six figures in six months, and the end of the six months hit, and I was like, where the fuck is the money? You would never have known that I made what I did. Never in a million years. Now, spending's not bad, but it was wounded spelling, or spelling, <laughs> wounded selling. 
and wounded spending of where I was putting my energy. And that's why I wasn't able to actually hold that energetic frequency. So what we have to do, and that's where I shifted myself and my focus behind the scenes, I always integrate and embody before I bring it forward, was moving the money wounds out of my cells, out of my bones, out of the coating that's within me. And I was starting to notice, and what you're going to start to notice is my relationship with money was very much mirrored in my relationships with people in my life as well. So I really didn't want to be supported by my husband or anyone around me. I was on my own since I was 15. I was on my own since I was 15. I was homeless at 15. So I developed this really strong sense of hyper-independence. It was an unhealthy home environment. I was just like, screw you guys, I'm out of here. This is, you know, 15. I went on, of course, to study psychology with a minor in child psychology. It's like, this is an unhealthy environment. I literally said that and I walked out of the house at 15. I know where to go at 15. So there was a lot of wounds to work through, but there was also one of the biggest wounds within was this hyper-independence. I didn't want to, I noticed, and I started to notice this last year, where my money wounds were also reflected in wounds of people. So I didn't want support from my husband. I didn't want support from friends. I didn't want support from family. I was like, I can do it. Get out of my face. Leave me alone. And even it was reflected in my business for a long time of not desiring to hire anyone. And so I started to realize where I was showing up from this hyper-independence in relationships was also where I was showing up in this hyper-independence with money. I could manifest it. If we, I don't really call it manifesting, but I think that's where you know the collective in general sees it. But I could manifest. I could bring big amounts of money in, but I didn't want to be supported by it. It almost made me feel icky and uncomfortable. So I was like, get this away from me. And I was like, it would come in, I was moving it out. And of course, this is subconscious because it is within ourselves. This is coded in your DNA. This is your old karmic backpack that you come in with from this lifetime past, but also the seven ancestral generations within your DNA. So it was happening under the surface. So when I started to notice and do my own kind of like research and, and studies, <laughs> of what was happening with people and there were, and it's very interesting. There's the, I'll never get away from the science. I'm definitely a mystic, definitely psychic, definitely play in the invisible realms, but there is, and you look at my gene keys, you look at everything and it's all like balancing logic and intuition. That's just my, my karma to live out. Even in my natal chart, that's everything. My whole story, balancing the two and, and fusing the two and marrying the two. So I was looking at this and I started to notice patterns where, it was literally this instinctual fears that people were holding on to and projecting onto money. And this is going to be a big topic in our call today in quantum wealth embodiment. So I'm so excited to go into this in depth, but I just want to put these nuggets out there for you, for the collective, for anyone that sees this or shares this for their community as well, because this is going to help shift. If you've done all the money mindset work, if you've hired all the coaches, if you've done all the courses and you're like, what the fuck? Either I can't bring it in, I'm hoarding it when it does come in, or it comes in and it's like, like magic, like magic, it is gone again. This is instinctual. And this is what I've come to realize. It's instinctual. It's in our bones. Now, this isn't an excuse. And this is usually where I see people's not self take over and they're like, oh yeah, so it's totally good. This is just like, 
now something I'm going to work through for the rest of my life. And I'm going to stay broke and be a starving artist. And that's definitely, I have no patience. I have no time. I know that's really harsh. I have no space for that. Because you have big ass things to do in this world. The world fucking needs you. We can bypass kind of the shit that's going on in the collective, but the world needs really fucking badass people doing really fucking good things with money. Putting their money where their mouth is. So I don't have time for this like, yeah, I'll just stay here for the rest of my life or I'll just keep making excuses. The world needs you. And that's the only, you know, that's the only thing I have to say about that. So stop shitting the bed and pull your big girl panties up. But here's the three ways that it lives instinctually within our DNA and it's it's showing up as money wounds that the money mindset work is not showing us. And the first one is hoarding. And this is something interesting that I was even noticing and something that I used to be like in this flight in the spending, which we'll get to, but I was noticing that I was starting to flip into hoarding. So I had my car loan, which at this point, like I don't, Debt's neutral, so I don't hold anything towards debt. But multiple six figures in the last uh, year, and I hadn't paid off the car loan, but it wasn't holding any weight for me, so it wasn't a big deal. But then I started to notice why I wasn't paying it off was I was getting like really attached to seeing the savings grow. Really attached. I was having a lot of fun investing. I was getting really attached to seeing the savings grow, and that's hoarding. That's not, it started turning into hoarding. It started out as like, no, I'm good. It doesn't bother me and it never has bothered me having the debt there, but it started to flip over. Like, here's the thing. I'm human. I'm not your guru. (laughs) I'm still learning this. And I think this is also kind of a sidetrack where a lot of people go wrong is they think there's an end goal with this. They think there's an end goal of like, oh, one day, I'm so glad. One day I'm just going to have it all figured out. I'm going to be perfect. And that's just a lie that the marketing industry tells you. So I started to notice, I went from like, spending so it was coming in it was going out as fast as it could to hoarding and you know we can look at it as like not bad hoarding because it was going into investments and it was going into good things and it was going into savings and it was going towards buying us like this you know to buy the facility I want in Ontario was probably about four million dollars so you could argue it was good but then I started and it was actually coming from wounds and I was doing it from a place of like no, we have to like hold on to it because I want to get this from. I want to get and it's starting to hoard the money. And what ends up happening, whether you start out there in your business and you're like, no, I'll hire the coach when, I'll invest when, and you're just hoarding what does come in. One, I like to look at hoarding as um, like a pond, right? So money's energy. So just like with a pond, if if the pond's not moving, it's going to get algae and then everything in it dies. <laughs> Right? So hoarding's not productive. It's not allowing the flow and it's going to kill everything. But it's also this freezing. And this is what we're going to go really deep into. And we're going to play with Gene Keys as well on the Quantum Wealth Embodiment call today. So I'm really excited about this. This is the whole focus of the whole three months. This is the whole focus of the whole three months. This is what we're doing in there. It's going to be so profound. And, and I know in my heart and soul, I'm going to create shifts that people have never seen before in their entire life. I can't wait. So with hoarding, it's this freezing. It's like a doomsday prep, right? You're like, oh my God. And I had a client, I was working through a one-on-one client. She said, I realized I wasn't 
putting money in, and this can show up in many, many ways and through many, many wounds. But she said, I realized I wasn't putting money in RSPs and I wasn't putting, well, I, it's different in the country she's in, but we call them RSPs in Canada. I wasn't putting money into like accounts I couldn't take it out of because I was afraid, what if I need that money? Now there's a lot of wounds to unpack in that. A lot of wounds to unpack in that. It's not just as simple, of course, although it is, on saying this is hoarding and that it's in a wound, but there are a lot of wounds to unpack in that. But just for the snapshot, if you know you're meant to be in quantum wealth environment, I can kind of give you a link, even though I took it down from the website. Uh, we have our first official call today. We had our introductory call. I do a, a first of the month, every month call where we set intentions, we shift, we get into the flow, we get into the energetic state that we desire to be in that month and we like get to work on it. But when we're looking at it from the perspective of this hoarding, there's going to be a lot of wounds under there as well, but you have to move through them. I move through them for my mindset work rewriting neural pathways. We can't forget the mind. I think sometimes we get so spiritual. We're so up here, we forget to ground back into the body. So we, we rewrite these neural pathways, but it's also rewilding. Rewilding is one of my favorite things to do. So hoarding is this instinctual freeze of like, <gasps> doomsday prep. What happens? What happens if I put this money into a savings account that I can't touch until I'm 65, and then something blows up tomorrow and I need $5,000? Well, you create a program and sell a program and make $5,000, right? Like it's, so we get, but we get stuck. Not only does our body get stuck, our mindset gets stuck. And then we're like, I don't know how to do this, or I don't know what to do. Or, and we start to just, or I'm stuck. That's another big one that happens there. So the second one is this like money in, money out. <laughs> this is where I started in my business. Like I said, I started in this. Spending, 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 and then I switched over into hoarding. Hi, Jules. You're being very good, my love. So with this, it's kind of this like, and here's the thing. We are animals at the end of the day, right? So if you think of like a deer and how a deer reacts, if there's this threat to them, and if you're not safe with money, money is therefore a threat to you. It's true. <laughs> and you don't want to be around something that's a threat to you. Right? So what ends up happening from that place is if we don't feel safe with it, we're going to spend it as soon as it comes in. Here's the thing. If you have this wound, if you're making $3,000 a month now, you're not going to be better off making $30,000 a month or $300,000 a month because you're going to spend it. It'll be done. So almost just like lighten your load, <laughs> lighten your load so you can run, so you can like hightail it in the other direction. And it's because you don't feel safe. If you don't feel safe coming up to a dark alley, you're going to turn the other way. If you don't feel safe with money and you are presented with money, so say a launch and you set a goal of $100,000 but you don't feel safe with money, what's going to happen? You're going to turn the other fucking way. Even though your mind's like, oh, we tried. We did the launch. We tried. We just suck. No one wants to buy our shit. Eeyore. Right? But you're operating from these wounds that are in your cells, and mindset work's not going to move that. Mindset work, it's not going to move that. You rewrite the, the pathways, of course. We can't forget the mind. But you have to move the energy out. You have to move the wounding out, or you're always going to be in the same place. 
How many people take these famous mindset courses and they're in the same fucking place five years later, 10 years later, 20 years later? Like, if you're not making big money in your business, it's not hard to make big money in your business. I know we don't want to hear that. But it's not. But when you're allowing these wounds, these subconscious wounds that are coded in your cells to drive your life, it is hard. Because what's subconscious coded into you is driving your behavior. And if you're in this flight mode, if you don't feel safe with money, you're always going to be running the other way. So you're going to say, I want the abundant business. You're going to say, I want the six-figure launch. You're going to say, I want impact and income, but I call bullshit. Doesn't mean that you can't shift that. But it means as long as you allow that to be your story, as long as you allow that to be your relationship with money, you're never going to have what you desire. You're never going to have the impact on this earth that you're meant to have. And then the last thing, which is a pattern people have, is just completely avoiding it altogether. Maybe they do buy the programs, kind of like make themselves feel better of like, we've tried, we've tried, right? But there's this like deep rooted fear attached to it where this is where avoiding it all together is where that, and like I said, I've been through all this. This is why I'm like teaching on it now, right? I've embodied, I've integrated, I've moved through it. How can we heal these money wounds on a deeper cellular level? Quantum wealth embodiment. This is just a snapshot of what I'm teaching. I have to jump off in like less than 10 minutes because I'm teaching this literally right after this in quantum wealth embodiment, which is my money healing emotion healing, wealth embodiment program, this is where it is. Um, so when we're looking at it, when we're in this state of avoiding it altogether, it's this hyper-independence. And I was there growing up. I declared bankruptcy after university, and then I was running from everything. Left my master's of social work to go to Australia for a year. I was just constantly running from things. And it was also showing up. I'm here for it. Yeah, this is what we're going to be touching on. I'm touching on it now, but I'm a we're going further into it in quantum wealth environment in like five and 10 minutes. So I have to wrap this up. <laughs> uh, there's this fear of abandonment, right? So I realized in when I was growing up in my family home, there was a lot of abandonment. I mean, I left home at 15. So I didn't want support from anyone, including money. I was like, fuck you to everyone. I will do it on my own. So I didn't want to be supported by money. I, I also didn't want that responsibility because more money requires more you showing up in a different capacity. Who I am showing up in a business that creates multiple six figures in the last year and the first year of business is much different person energetically, my voice, my posture, everything, how I show up is much different than the person that was in corporate feeling really fucking sorry for myself, really fucking sorry for myself, doing network marketing, making $50 a month. I'm a different person. So I had to shift through these and we're human. So you meet new blocks and you might shift from like one to the other in your journey. And this is where a lot of money programs that are currently out there catch you into this codependency. So it's like, oh, just do this. And at the end of 30 days, you're going to make $100,000. You might, you might, but probably not. If this is what's driving you or you will and it's gone. And then you're one hit wonder like Hanson. <laughs> That ages me. So avoiding it altogether is this like fear. It's this like almost even you could look at it as like fight, right? Like not support. It's like I'll fight you. I'll fight you, bitch. Like don't come near me, money. 
I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to deal with the responsibility of you. I don't want your help. You think I need help? Let me show you. I don't need anyone. And that was what I lived with for most of my life. And you know where it ended up? Bankruptcy. That's where it ended up. And even then I was fighting. And even then I was like, I don't need anyone. I don't want anyone. I don't need money. Money's bullshit. People with a lot of money are greedy assholes. So I've lived through all of these my entire life. And often when it's this fight response with money, it's this hyper-independence. And then we get in this place of like, I'm trying just to make ourselves feel better. But you also, when you're in any of these states, you don't really want the response. Maybe with hoarding, so you're bringing it in. But for, you know, if we're in this spending, this flight, or this avoiding this this fight, fear, you don't want the responsibility that comes with it. I hate to tell you. Because of me, and I'll never forget, when I left my corporate job, I had, everyone else believed in me, and I got to a point where I believed that it was going to happen no matter what. But when I was walking out the last day, one of my friends there, he came up to me, and he, I don't know if you guys have heard the song Thunder by Imagine Dragons. He's like, Ashley, I need you to listen to this song. I know you're going to be successful because this song reminds me of you. And sure enough, it was $10,000 in my first 30 days. But I had to shift who I was. So many people, maybe you, are trying to stay who you are and get different results in your business. Get different results with money. And you make yourself feel good by doing the affirmations every day and trying. But this shit's under the surface. And you can't just switch the mindset and have the results. A lot of people make a lot of money telling you you can, but you can't. And it's not an end goal. You're going to find sticky places in your journey. And that's why Quantum Wealth Environment is three months. And even that, like, if anyone wants to join, there's a special price, discount price to continue their journey with it. Because I believe in it that deeply. And I believe that it's a lifelong journey that deeply. So there's a three-month minimum commitment, but they can choose to continue at a discounted rate. Because if you're just doing the mindset work, there's a lot of wounds under there. And even this is just a snapshot. Like I said, I'm jumping off in a couple minutes and getting on that call where we're going deeper into this. Because this is really critical that we understand this. And I'm tired of, I'm going to be honest, if you want to say I'm a bitch, you want to say I'm awful and mean, been called worse. I'm tired of starseeds, lightworkers, those that are meant to have a big impact on this world. Not making money. I'm tired of your excuses. I'm tired of your bullshit. It's time you rise up. It's time you own your gifts. It's time you own your medicine. No one else can do that for you. No one else can force you. And you can tell yourself you're trying until the cows come home. But until you finally own it, and you show up in that power, and you show up in your sovereignty, and you own your gifts, nothing's going to change. And you have to have real tough conversations with yourself. In quantum world environment, some people said, you know, I did great, and I wouldn't change anything about last month. Bullshit. Bullshit. 
bullshit. There's always growth. There's always growth available to you. Everything in nature is either expanding and growing or it's contracting and dying. There's no stagnant anything in nature. It might look like it because it's growing slow, but there's no stagnant anything in nature. So you can either be a woman that says I'm trying or one day and lives in her excuses, or you can be a woman that says enough of my bullshit, enough of my excuses, I'm drawing my line in the sand. This is who I am now. That's who I was when I walked out of corporate. An hour before I left my corporate job, I didn't have, and those have been, I have to really wrap up in a minute so I can pee before I get on quantum wealth environment call. Um, those that have been around for a while, you know this story. I just walked out of corporate. I didn't have one client. I had no idea what I was going to do in my business. <laughs> I had no programs. I had nothing. I had no money. The company like ripped me off of a bonus they owed me. <laughs> I had no money in savings. We have three horses. I'm paying board on three horses. The mortgage on the house, the mortgage on the cottage. We had two brand new cars that have payments on it. My bills alone were $4,000 a month, not alone my husband's, like, combined, like, together. He takes care of some of them. I take care of some of them. I had no money. I used the last $200 in my account to go to Walmart because I live in the middle of nowhere, and it was the only thing open at that time, to get decals for my wall. To get decals for my wall. I got fucking pink and gold flamingo decals for my wall. And like little shit to hang up in my office. That was it. I was done. I was a new woman. I flipped the switch. And you can flip that switch. But so many people live in I'm trying. So many people live in one day. And as long as you're living in I'm trying, which doesn't exist anywhere. I have a visual I use with my clients, but don't have time for that. I gotta go. Um, and as long as you live in one day, it's never going to fucking exist you're giving yourself time to shit the bed. And the world needs you to finally rise up and get over your shit. Tough love, Ashley, today. I need to walk out of corporate. I lost mine too when I left. <laughs> yeah. And we say we need to, but that's another excuse we give ourselves. Well, I need to do this. I need, I, we can have a long list of things we need to do. Are we going to do it or are we not? We're going to have more excuses or are we just going to fucking go for it, right? And I'm going to end this on that note because I have to jump on the call. But if you know you were meant to be in quantum wealth embodiment, you're like, fuck, I missed the deadline of the first. But Ashley, like, just send me the link. I need to be in <laughs> this, this, like, mini training changed my life. So I can only imagine what you're doing in the next three months. Let me know. We'll get you in. But this is, like, final, final, final offer. Final, final, final offer. So this is actually what we're expanding on today in there. So, all right, my friends. I love you. I hope this helped shift something within you within your money story, within yourselves, within your bones, within your DNA. Let me know if anything came through. Share this. If you know someone, everyone needs to fucking hear this. So share this once it's saved on IGTV. And for those that are on live and you're also in quantum wealth environment, I am logging in right now. I will see you there. I love you guys. Mwah.